All right, Gus, you want to take this one away? You. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna First, get, you let me. I'm gonna get start with this one. It's 2021. You let me. Oh my god, dude. Okay. You know what? I'm just I'm buzzing. You let me do the holiday one as well. Yep. Uh, first one of the new year. Uh, we got a, our first guest of the new year too. Oh, I'm, I'm shaking right now. So I I'm. Hear I was allowing you to start, and you you just keep drawing it out, and you're making me to my core want to interrupt you because you know that's what I love doing. So just I know. And, just bring and I it appreciate home. Appreciate you. Fighting those urges is the most important takeaway from here. And you're, you know, you're making it worse. Moment. You're making it okay. worse. Go, oh, guys, guys, we have Curtis Connor on the podcast yeah! today. Yay! Welcome, nice. Curtis. Join us, Curtis. Of course. Thanks for having me. That was that. That was that weird thing where I wanted to say something, but I wasn't introduced yet, so I just yeah. sat silent. Curtis, we put every guest in that position, and every time we're doing a bit, especially in person, I'm like. We've just given our guests no room to say anything, but they want. <laughs> it's just a, an awkward position. I realized it as we were doing it. And we do it every time, so I'm very sorry. It's, it's all good as long as you never learn from your mistakes, and it's yeah. All good. <laughs> I stopped improving myself years ago. I just figure it's easier. You know, what I mean. Well, if you yeah. learn from your mistakes, then you then you have mistakes. So I figure if you never learn from sure. it, then everything's fine. Oh, then you're that's a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you don't have to face any criticism, then it doesn't exist. That's why I don't go on Reddit. <laughs> That's a good point. In my experience, Reddit's been nothing but nice, though. You should really check it out. It's no, they're awesome they're place. good. I was just it was for it was for the bit. Okay, so we oh, don't have to, you guys. Uh, we, I I I don't know if you know, but I like to do bits, uh, Curtis. That's one thing about me. I can rattle off maybe fifty others if you got the time. I, I I'm kind of second guessing this whole thing. I didn't know there was going to be any any bits on here. So. Oh, oh. Uh, this yeah. is this what did you think this was more of like a, a very serious type thing where we were going to. Well, I I thought it would be more like. a Yeah, kind of more serious, kind of like like really uh, just really negative. Um, you, I, that's what, what I was you want to be negative about. Just like myself, you guys, you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just pretty much just this this uh this trio is kind of what i want to keep it to just all of us who are very uh okay. i'm kidding <laughs> that I, was a bit <laughs> what oh what? you said it was gonna be serious i didn't yeah that one went right over one, my two head on you guys oh my yeah. god oh my god i've only ever done the one i've never gotten to the two part that's how it works <laughs> ouch that hurts the two really is a death flow god <laughs> I even tried counting on my fingers once, but I got lost right after the one, and I, I don't know. I started picking my nose with it or something. I didn't know what to do with There's it. There's too many of those. Is I that an actual? all my fingers together and hit myself in the face. Hey, now, come on. Is one, two an actual boxing term? Is I, that the origin of it? I feel like it, it was like, a boxing pow, term when like people had handlebar mustaches when they did it, you know? <laughs> when they only had two, that was the only like boxing move. Like you got one <laughs> and you got two. You can't in boxing. You can't give somebody the one two unless you go why I oughta right before. Him. <laughs> <laughs> that really telegraphs the attack. There were not a lot of KOs in those early days. I don't know if what this it, happens. You, Wait, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I, <laughs> I was just thinking like the first boxer to ever do the two. Like, what if it was <laughs> it was only ever like the old one, and then like some crazy box out of nowhere he pioneered the old one two <laughs> totally took over they start flipping Refs, through the rule book because they're not sure if yeah. It's <laughs> yeah what, what uh, is that allowed what the hell was that we've just been giving each other ones 
really odd that we started <laughs> counting when it was just the one. But yeah. <laughs> now a two? <laughs> That's what uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather's popular for, is doing the three. Though Nobody had ever heard of the three until he, he showed up. Right. And now he's going to do it on Logan Paul. Yeah, no, he de- <laughs> he debuts the four at the Lake Logan Paul fight. <laughs> it just it kills Logan Paul. Nobody's ever done the four because it's like the death move, four punches at once. <laughs> he just look at his hands like I've never done that before. I'm so sorry. Whoa. I don't know what came over me. <laughs> I will de- I will give it to Logan Paul. What an achievement to land a fight with Mayweather. Like, and it's oh all about God. money. But like, how big is that event going to be? Yeah, that's. It's still pretty. When I saw the photo of it, I was like, I I thought he was like goofing or something. I thought he was doing one of those uh, mm-hmm. one two bits. Yeah, I mean, was, it, uh, I guess it's great for Mayweather though because he can just win and make a bunch of money, and it's great for Logan because right. he can make a bunch of money. Because <laughs> <And laughs> right. so, I would always be like, it would be. It seems like it'd be such an easy paycheck, and I'm of the opinion that that Logan's gonna just get steamrolled by Floyd. Oh, yeah, Floyd. I mean, Conor mm-hmm. McGregor but, got steamrolled by Floyd, so it's like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I'm also, like, with some of that shit, I, you know, like, it would be an easier payday for that, but if I was a traditional athlete, I would not want to fucking get in and fight those guys. Because, like, I mean, obviously you can earn some money, but, like, if you already loaded, it's like, I feel like you'd have nothing to gain from that and only... Like, can you imagine yeah. if Floyd got knocked out by Logan, though? Like... What do you do? Yeah. You know, like, that's yeah. kind of a stamp towards the end of your career. Like, I just would feel like there'd be so much to risk. But if the payday's there, I totally get the risk, too. Right. But he's still he's still in pretty good shape, I feel. But, yeah, that even the idea that Logan could beat uh, one of the best boxers of all time is, like, yeah. if, if Logan did that, he would have probably my respect forever, which is awful to <laughs> say. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I, well... He's Logan's like a lot bigger than Floyd, right? Like he's like he's got like I a think so. he's like a big guy. But yeah, I don't know what that think, means yeah. in terms of boxing. Because yeah, I, I, I don't, don't either. I, I just think assume it, big is stronger in my right. brain. <laughs> uh, here's here's my expert boxing opinion. I think it I think it does something. That's all I got. Yeah. There you go. Okay, I can see that. It has Dude, some sort of effect on the fight. How do have you, you guys oh sorry, good? Well, I was going to ask, Curtis, have you ever had to, like, get in nutso shape for some shit? Like, I look at some of the Logan stuff, and he's, like, a fucking titan right now. And I'm just, that that kind of shit requires such 24-7 attention for something. What is the best yeah. shape you've ever been in your entire life? <laughs> um, it's probably, like, high school <laughs> when yeah. I was, like, going through, when I had, like, gym class every day. Uh-huh. But oh now God. it's, like, I don't, I'm not in good shape anymore. And I'm like feeling it now, which sucks. Because <laughs> like before, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, it's fine. But now it's like, dude, my back just like hurt the other yeah. day for no reason. That's oh God, um, the yeah. one warning I want to give for people who are younger that are listening. And I, I guess I know this is your experience. I would guess Curtis is the same for people our age. But like, <clears throat> I, I don't, I didn't realize how much of like a, a steel Titan stomach I had when I was 18. You know, <laughs> right? Where it's like you yeah. could eat fucking anything and the next day would be fine and then i hit like 20 and if i had a calzone i was like sweating (laughs) and i don't know what happened in between that time like what actually changed i have no idea i know it's so weird that shit will just kick my ass now like like last night i had like five sugar cookies 
and I woke up and I felt like somebody just punched me in the stomach for 10 minutes straight. Oh, no. I, I'm 25. I'm not even old. I am in terrible shape, but not relative to the rest of the population terrible shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I don't get it. I just got to cut yeah. off some sugar. But Chris, yeah, what do I you think? A, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just saying on New Year's Eve, I like, I, I, I got like pretty drunk. I wasn't like. Like I've had, I've been way more drunk in my life, but like mm-hmm. the, like New Year's day, I was hung over until like 1130 PM. Like I felt like garbage Ooh, yeah. and I've never had one last that long before. <laughs> and I would, and I don't, I heard people who are older than me tell me that when I was younger being like, well, <laughs> when you're older, these hangovers are going to be brutal. I'm like, yeah, right. And that's not me. Not me though. I'm different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got that I'm, special I'm, something. I'm the exception. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I think those the realistic hangovers make you realize, like, oh man, the like 18 to 21 years of drinking is like too fucking much, you know? Because oh, you realize what mm-hmm. the real body handles, and you're like, I think <laughs> I was just working overtime there. I didn't even drink a lot. I was in community college, so I didn't. But even the times that I did. It was just like <laughs> thinking back to that and just like not drinking water at the end of the night, which what the fuck was yeah. I doing? Yeah, dude, I must have aged myself 10 years in the four years that I was in the two years that I drank at college. I didn't even drank all four years, but <laughs> I, I like I seriously I think back on even just like a regular weekend back at college and even when nothing's going on, but it might just be like popping some beers and watching something on the TV with the boys in the house or something like I would drink so much. Where now, today, if I drank that amount, it would be like a two-day affair. Like, it's just such a long-term investment. And those, I feel like now, like, the hangovers that I get now are such, like, life-altering hangovers where you really, like, spend a whole day assessing, like, ooh, that didn't feel good at all. How am I doing yeah. right now? Like, this is fucking I, awful, I, dude. Yeah, it's like, I gotta, what's wrong with me? Oh, <laughs> I gotta figure God. this out. What's your drink, Curtis? What's my drink? Yeah. Um, I, I like wine a lot. Um, oh, there's some nasty hangovers too. I know that's the worst part, but I mean, if I'm like drinking, drinking, like if I'm like, okay, tonight I'm going to, it's, it's party time. If I'm really feeling like it's party time, I'll probably have like, like PBRs or something. But, mm-hmm. but if I'm just like chilling, that's I usually like, like just like nice white, a nice red, whatever we got. It's pretty that's good. What, oh, I yeah. feel like everything, um, when I was like beginning to drink that I thought it was like, Oh, I'll never like the taste of beer. And then I did. And then I'm like, ah, I I just don't really like wine. And then you get a little older and you follow the exact trend that everyone's doing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I just, I thought I was like smarter and and had my own unique (laughs) taste. And then it's like, no, not at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) Um, with that age stuff, like, yeah, Curtis, it's what is the one thing? Is it maybe the eating thing then where it's like, you didn't realize how good you had it when you were a teenager. Cause for me, it's oh the stomach God. thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like one thing with food, like it's still okay now. Like I don't have like too many issues, but like sometimes I'll get like, like I've been starting to get like heartburn recently, which is like mm-hmm. a scary thing. Cause I never experienced that before. And I le- like le- legitimately thought I was <laughs> like dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the one thing I have noticed a lot with aging is like, um, I like, I used to skate a bunch in high school and like, I would skate for like, like skateboarding, not like skate yeah. skating or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, like I skateboarded all the time in high school and I would skate for like, like four hours straight, like falling 
and just eating shit the whole time and I'd wake up and I'd be fine. And I don't know, thinking back, I don't know how that is possible. I've always wondered that with people who skate because I'll see them eat shit and then just go back to skating. And it's like, I don't, I would probably like limp home crying even when I was 18. So yeah, I don't know. Especially, especially the like the, the tailbone falls look like they're really bad. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. If there are the, some bails that you get that you're like, okay, well I'm, I'm never going to do this again in my life. (laughs) For the most part, it was just like falling down over and over. But do you ever have a really bad uh, skating injury at all? Or was it all like pretty good? Luckily I've been, I I never like really like broke a bone from skating. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. My worst injury I ever had was like, uh, I I fractured my wrist bone because I, I punched my friend with a boxing glove. And I, oh, I guess a- I just, I guess I just did it wrong. Uh, <laughs> you just I did the one, like, dude. Fucking I did you. He did the point five. <laughs> you got to go one and <laughs> break your wrist. <laughs> I didn't fully commit to the one. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine? That, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that I, I was done. Uh, I was just gonna say, can you imagine Logan gets out there with Mayweather and breaks his wrist on the first punch? <laughs> <Throwing> <laughs> with, one punch. He won't. He's a he's actually a really good athlete. But uh, goddamn, yeah. that'd be good. I, I um, yeah, I, with injury stuff, Gus. What's the worst one you've had? I don't know if we've talked about this before. My worst actual like bone injuries. I just broke my my left big toe when I was playing football when I was younger. <laughs> oh. That's it. That's oh, the, I remember it's that the lamest one, yeah. broken bone you can probably like. <laughs> even even the right big toe, I feel like would be cooler. <laughs> it's some like, <laughs> the, the yeah. non-dominant one. Yeah, yeah, it's just lame. <laughs> Man, that's not even my best big toe. Uh, I think. <laughs> Uh, luckily all my most heinous injuries occurred when I was too damn dumb and small to actually remember them. Uh, I got squeezed out of my little mom and she broke my collarbone on the way out. So don't remember that that. was your intro to life was a broken collarbone. Yeah. My mom messing up my birth like that. And I will say she (laughs) did do most of the heavy lifting on that. So I can't (laughs) be as mad. Uh, but that happened. And then when I was about it, it, my mom says it was in the weeks after I had just learned how to walk for the first time. And, uh, I was at, uh, our church has a rummage sale, like back in the old hometown or something, you know? And, and my dad at the time had little baby Gus on his lap and my dad was sitting on a, uh, a, uh, exercise bike, just a stationary bicycle. Mm. And I slipped down when I was on his lap and my foot went into the gears of the ah. bike and it like crushed my foot bones so uh, bad oh so i had to man. wear a cast you know what i never even thought about till now this is my first i've told this story a hundred times i i feel so bad for my dad that was his first kid and it's like you just drop him into an exercise oh, bike you man. must feel so bad about that yeah oh yes. man I, I should give him some shit for that. I don't think he's gotten <laughs> enough about that. I know one time when I was really young, apparently, when I was first learning to walk, the uh, um, the porch for my uh, for my house was just like a concrete like stoop, and there was a little bit of drop-off mm. from the door, and apparently I just kind of opened the screen door and just like head-first kind of fell down when my grandpa was watching me. And oh, I think that's no. why I uh, couldn't do calculus in high school. That's a <laughs> probably <laughs> maybe, that's my guess. I'm, maybe the math part got damaged a little bit. I was really good <laughs> yeah. at English. Couldn't do math. I've, and I blame the stoop. I've heard of that. That's, <laughs> that's why they call it stupid. I understand now. I get the correlation. I really <laughs> like that one, actually, Gus. I really do. Thank you. <laughs> I workshopped that one, dude. Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. That's a good one. <laughs> Uh, Curtis, this is a little bit of a left turn. I was going to ask you, how long have you been doing stand-up stuff? 
Uh, my first set was July. <laughs> I forget what year. Which, which <laughs> one? <laughs> it was a July. Uh, I think I started in 2013. Awesome, so dude. I guess seven fucking seven, almost eight years ago. Damn. Oh, man, dude, that's awesome. Wow. I, I didn't get a chance to come. I know Eddie went and saw the live show, and he spoke very highly of it. I didn't get mm-hmm. to come see any of the stuff uh, from last year, but I hope I'll get to catch a set sometime. But how did yeah. you, you get started doing some of that stuff? What were some of your early gigs and little forays into performing? Um, I It was weird how it all kind of happened. I never anticipated. Like, I, I always loved, like, stand-up, obviously. Like, I always loved watching, like, specials or whenever it was on. Um, love Dane Cook <laughs> when his uh, stuff came out. Hell yeah. Um, but when I first started, it was like, I, I was always just like joking around with people. I thought I was funny, I guess. And then like I was working at a Starbucks and this regular that came in uh, was like, he kind of like urged me to do it. He kind of like became like friends and he was like, yeah, there's this like place like 10 minutes from here. They do like an open mic. Um, so I like tried it. Cause he just like kept urging me to do it. Um, which is really nice for like, I barely even knew he was like, I think you'd be good at this. Please do it. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I, I tried it. I got like maybe one laugh and, uh, but that, I guess that was enough. Um, yeah, definitely. Was that but, during, uh, vine stuff too? Uh, that was right before, that was before vine. Like that was okay. kind of, I started like right before, uh, vine, uh, was like a thing and then uh, I just saw that as a way to like keep doing because I started doing like one-liners when I was doing stand-up mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. I figured like Vine was like the natural like way to just do that as well yeah um, but yeah I mean fucking I didn't realize it was that long ago now <laughs> um, but yeah I mean I fucking miss it so much miss it a lot honestly yeah that's what I'm thinking too. It's gonna be it's gonna be a while before we can get back out there and start doing some show stuff. Too. Yeah, because we were yeah. even talking about um, you know the just and people listening to the podcast heard this like last week just how competitive venues are gonna be like right after. Oh everything. my god! Like I don't even. I mean, for me, I was about to really start getting into it and not actually just mm-hmm. like in the way of saying it, but like Jakey and I were like scheduling open mics to go to so we could practice before doing any like show stuff. Um, yeah. And. Uh, it's just like I don't even want to, you know, touch that stuff for a bit, just because I know there's like touring comedians that like want, you know, those spots. <laughs> and I'm not going to be like, get me in there. Like I, I don't even <laughs> think that's possible. So um, it's especially. I mean, I, I loved the the show that uh, you, Danny, and Drew did. Um, th- when did the tour end? Um, it ended to. Oh God, I don't even know, dude. This time is, it- is so fucking weird. This whole. I think it was this, oh, October of 2019. Because, yeah, you, I think the Naperville show when hmm. I went to see was in, like, September, right? It was, like, early September, and you guys toured yeah. for, like, a little over a was, month. Because you just went straight through and did the full tour, right? Yeah, it was, like, from beginning of September to, like, the middle of October. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess it was... Holy... Yeah, dude, <laughs> it feels like... 
This whole year fucked me up, man. I don't know when shit was. No, yeah, um, I get it. Even the the five, I feel like 2015 to 2019, when I think back, will all just be like, oh, that was just that time before, you know? Like, yeah. I just have no idea. But how was that? Because, like, I know, Gus, you split up your tour within, like, six months, right? Where, like, there was mm-hmm. a lot of back and forth. But, Chris, how is it to go on tour for, like, like over a month straight? Um, It has had a pros and cons for sure I had uh, a lot of i was i was sick the whole time oh, um, shit. do you think it's from like with, meet and greet stuff too because i get sick after oh, like any ab- convention or any meet and greet absolutely it was yeah <laughs> uh oh, especially after now knowing um like how easily germs are like like transmitted uh-huh, um, yeah I've thought about that since since this started where I'm like, I still want to do meet and greets. But in my head, I was like, oh, I might get sick. And now we like exactly know the chances of getting sick. (laughs) And it's like I still will absolutely do them. But in our head, we essentially have to be like, well, I'm going to get a cold. So, hey, everybody. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But But uh, I mean, it it was really nice to just like get it all done, like get it over with. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something I've never done before. And. Obviously, you guys know, like, Danny and Drew are, like, the nicest, coolest dudes. So, Except for Drew it, behind the scenes. But we'll cut that out. Am I right, guys? Drew behind yeah, the scenes is a, dude. a real diva. Yeah, he... The amount of times he would just shake me awake in the middle of the night, just, like, asking me for cash. I'm like, no, it's not... Just stop. Leave me alone. He, you know? did, he did that to me pre-pandemic, and, you know, he doesn't even live close to me. And so he'd just I, be in L.A. in my apartment <laughs> shaking me, and that was really shocking. Yeah, it's... It's pretty, uh, you kind of get used to it. Like if you're, if it's happening every night, it's kind of like, uh, okay, here, here we go. It, here it we go starts, you, you start to need it to sleep. Right. <laughs> Drew has to come shake you. <laughs> you yeah, go into the mattress, I... <laughs> the fucking sleep number store. You have any bed that's just sort of like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and kind of has like spiky hair a little bit. <laughs> Are you okay? Um, yeah, it was, uh, but it was great. It was, it, it was like, I look back at that time, like it was, it was so much fun to just like do a show to like a bunch of people who, who want to see you. And then mm-hmm. for the next like hour or two after the show, it's just like me and Danny and Drew just like fucking around on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, it was so much fun. And I, I feel like during it, I was like, fuck, this is so brutal. I just want to go home. And we all said that pretty much every day, but. Yeah. Once it's done, like obviously hindsight, it's like, oh, that was that was fucking awesome. Right. Yeah. Cause Especially it's now. Not, like it's not only yeah, fun, but um, but I'm sure with like being just on a bus for so long is, is mm-hmm. uh, fucking a hardship. And even in traveling, because I know, Gus, you'd come back after like two weeks and be like, oh, fuck. Like that. <laughs> I mean, that's the weird thing. I mean, you said it honestly, Curtis, is it's like the highs are so absolutely high there, you know, yeah. like the meeting people and performing and getting that feedback for the material is just like it's such a drug and it's so fun. But in the moment yeah. like eddie knows probably better than anybody the amount of times i came back and i was just sitting with him like i probably had like at least twice on the tour that i sat with him in the main room and i kind of just had like a dude i am not doing well right now talk like yeah. dude i like because <laughs> during my tour too i thought i had a hernia at the time and and oh, no. and i had to lug this fucking piano i had my brought my whole electric keyboard with me and i was flying with it and it Holy was just shit. me and my girlfriend Sabrina, and it was just and and since I had a hernia, I thought I was. 
was making her like lug it and she's like so small and it's like i'm so sorry i just can't lift this i know this won't disappoint you to hear but that's like when the shows that i was at and then would perform with you at we'd do the meet and greet after and people would be like when are you gonna do a tour and i was like we would have had that conversation like two days before and i was like uh i will see (laughs) because i was like this seems like a fucking nightmare right now when are you gonna do this awesome thing yeah this thing that's so fun and then gus is like hey i'm gonna go backstage because of this whole hernia situation (laughs) a little bit yeah Um, i was just like i do miss like because i did my own like separate like mini tours like after Mm. and that was i much preferred that because it was like it was the most the biggest one i did after the the danny and drew one was like like a 10 show run Mm-hmm. Um, it was in New York, so right? Or, yeah, or was well, I had a mini tour. I had a. I did have a monthly show in New York, which was really nice to do, because um, I was like, it was like a smaller room. I could like try new stuff, um, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then I would do like these bigger like actual tours where I would do like my actual like my hour thing there. And it was like we did one in like the West Coast, and then we did one like uh, Midwest. Um, and that was nice cause it was like, I, I could do that. I could live like that, like tour thing and then just go back to being like a normal person, which was mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those little pocket ones. I think I'd do that in the future too. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so much, it's, it's so much easier on your, your brain and your body. Cause like mm-hmm. he, I was eating like, <laughs> like dog shit when I was on tour. Oh my and, God, yeah, dude. any type of travel, it's so impossible to eat healthy while you're doing it. Like any yeah. type of road trip or anything. It's so, and I can't even imagine. Like with two, you're probably just exhausted and like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Give me a burger. <laughs> like I don't. Give me a burger. Know. I'll have another Red Bull every single day. That's oh, there's yeah, there's dude. this hunger after performing that I can't describe. It's like more than after working out, where you're like, I just want to fucking stuff my face and go sleep. And that's yeah. All I want to do. <laughs> It was I so, know I miss that. I fucking miss doing that too. I I miss like being like having to be on for that long. Like it is really exhausting, you know, because it's like sometimes you you'll get to the club or the theater early, you know, and you got sound check and and almost in a way, it's almost kind of a micro performance in and of itself. Like when you're mm-hmm. meeting the staff and and just like you want to be nice, you want to be like a generous seeming person. You don't want to be the prick yeah. that rolls in and is just like fucking where's my green M and M's like the old adage yeah, shit, you know? Uh, and, exactly. And then you got the show and then there's like I you know, Q and A stuff and then like Dude, I loved people doing and, crowd work Q and A stuff with both of us on stage. Oh, and then so when, fun, when we dude. brought Danny up that one time, that was so fucking fun. There was one oh, Curtis, God. there was one time uh it was at uh it was Zany's, right? Gus in Chicago. Yeah. Um and uh there were there were two shows and whenever I would show up <laughs> For one of Gus's shows on tour, there was like a whole separate bit that we'd replace um, from yeah. the show that I'd be on stage for. And uh, Danny was coming to the second show right after the first one. And there was mm-hmm. this one girl in the first meet and greet that was talking about how like she got into us because of Danny and she's this massive Danny fan. And in oh, my brain, man. I in my brain, I was almost like, oh, you just missed him. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I stopped myself. I was like, don't tell her that Danny. Yeah. Is oh, you would have ruined their life. <laughs> yeah. That was I felt so stupid at one of the meet and greets where I, I had just made the new Yikes merch, like the current one that I sell. And I had this mm-hmm. old version of one that was like the original meme sign that I did. And this yeah. girl showed me that she had the original one and I was wearing the new one. 
And then I was like, oh, that's like so awesome. And I was like, I just made this new one. I'm super proud of it. And then I said it was way better than the old one in front of her while she was wearing oh, it. And I was buddy. like, what am I, do- what am I doing? <laughs> just take your shirt off. I'm sorry. Just take this one. I'm sorry. Dude, I- I'm sure there's some people that like think about what they say to a YouTuber <clears throat> when they meet them and it like haunts them. Everything I've said wrong to a fan haunts me every day. Like it's always Absolutely. just in there bouncing around. <laughs> I, 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 it's so funny you say that because like, I, that is really funny and it's something that like we don't often say, but it's like, I would hate cause, cause like you get like a, f- a, maybe a minute, like at most with me when you're coming through the line and it's like, I, I don't want right. anyone to feel nervous. I feel nervous. Cause it's like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be friendly and nice and be like, when you, when you come up for some of those, like, I want to hear about you. I'm going to say like, what's up? Where are you from? What's going on? And, and yeah. at the same time, you know, I, I'm keeping it upon myself to you know try to keep it i don't want there to be any pauses i don't want to make you feel uncomfortable and sometimes when you're just trying to you know say something quick and friendly i'll say something that was like oh shit i hope that's not misconstrued as like and i don't have enough right. time to put yeah. into content so i would hate if i made someone then go home and feel bad with something i said i think but. especially because we all know we grew up in an age where even we know the unique kind of thing of being a fan of a YouTuber. And so every time mm-hmm. somebody's coming up, I'm like, oh, I would like I know what this experience would be like too. And if I fuck this up for them, it's gonna be really bad. Um yeah. Yeah. Curtis, is there any of those for you that you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have said that with somebody that you'd be willing to say? <laughs> <laughs> um I always there was one that I felt really I always feel bad about sometimes you can tell when people come to meet you and they're like nervous. Um, and I, I totally get that. And, but I, I honestly, it's a weird feeling being like, Oh, you're, I'm, I'm just me. Right. Why are you nervous to meet me? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but there was one time, I think it was in an urban outfitters or something. This was like a few years ago. Um, and someone was like, you're, Hey, you're Curtis. I like your videos. I was like, Oh my God, thanks so much. And then it was just kind of like an awkward silence for a bit. And I was like, uh, do you want to take a picture or something? And, and I feel like, and she's like kind of taken back by it and was like, I, oh, I guess. I, oh, I guess so. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, was I the asshole for being like, oh, so you want a picture, huh? Yeah, dude. That's, but I that's, think it's, go I think it's good that you did that though, because like I, I'm always of the opinion where like, I will always offer a photo and I used to not do that. Cause it's like, I don't want to be in my brain. I was like, I don't want to be a douche that assumes like, I know you want this. So come yeah, and get it, you know? Yeah. But also I know more often than not, there are people that would appreciate that, but don't want to ask for it. So if you just are like, Hey, you want to do that? Then they're like, Oh, thank right. God. Yeah. Yeah. Right, of course. Yeah. So I'll and roll then, the dice. I'll look like an oaf sometimes. There's always the awkward thing. I feel like with all of us, when we hang out with each other where it's like okay i don't know like drew's getting recognized right now and this person's talking making eye contact with me too (laughs) and i don't want to get in on this picture and then i feel bad sometimes because then they're like oh no eddie get in here too and i'm like okay well i've just been standing silently like i don't give a shit about this person the whole time i hate that we should here's what we should do every time the boys are out in public like if we're at disneyland or something we'll carry around one of those pieces of paper like when you go to nice ramen restaurants and you check like i want this (laughs) topping and this topping and then people can just say i'll have a drew and a eddie yeah here's what we do (laughs) We'll, we'll bring we'll bring those you know those uh those chairs that are pants you know those kickstarter ones that like stool 
pole that attaches to your your pants. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I actually those do. Are, yes. <laughs> those you, are real. Yeah, they're it's like they're like chair legs on the back of of pants, and then you can bring them out and you sit. Whoa. And then we'll also put a TV dinner table on our backs, and then we'll all do heads up, seven up, and they can put the finger the your thumb down if they want a photo with you. <laughs> that <laughs> heads up that way. Up. That way, nobody looks up. Nobody knows who was yeah. right. chosen and who wasn't. And heads except, down. except no when they see feelings. the photo and we're all like heads yeah. down except for Danny. It's like we're all just looking down. <laughs> yeah, and you have to make the photo happen during the heads down phase too. So it's true. <laughs> so it's like four straight minutes of just heads down. You're at Disney World in your chair pants with your thumb up. <laughs> I would request that you don't tag the people who are have their heads right. down on Instagram. And then out of respect. Out of yeah. respect. We're going to see like 40 photos next year of like just a nice group photo. And you're going to see like Danny in the background with his thumb up. just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's always, I think, my my most awkward freaking out in my head where I'm like, I don't want to make this person feel uncomfortable if they don't know me. But chances right. are they usually do because it's our friends. And then I just seem like a jerk. And so then I'll just be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know or something like that because I have no idea. I it's, mean, that's a really good fix for a very niche problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they made those stool pants for, I think, is for yeah, us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, say, Eddie, what do you say uh, maybe we, we hit up our boys a little bit and answer, feel a few uh, uh, preguntas here? Ooh, some preguntas from Twitter? Yeah. Uh, Curtis, just a quick translation. Preguntas means questions <clears throat> in English. We feel the need to explain uh, every okay. time. So, yeah, uh, I was... Thank God he said yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, just getting ahead of it. Uh, do you have at Curtis Connor on Twitter? Uh, I had... I had for the longest time I was at Curtis underscore Connor, but Ooh. then I had a is actually this is actually a a huge a huge thing that happened. But I was I we had this like Vine meeting at the Twitter Canada offices, uh-huh. and then I was like I was talking to the one person who worked there, and I was like, yeah, I wanted to get my original name, but it's like someone's taken on like some old account, and they're like, we could we could get that for you, and they fucking gave me the. The Curtis Connor app. Dude, what Twitter did crazy? for Vine accounts was so nice and awesome. Dude, it was, they were like, that's the only reason I'm verified. Is they threw it, they were throwing those away. Yeah, it was, I remember there, it was like anybody um, who really Vine liked, right? Got verified on Twitter. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but that, I mean, honestly, it made sense at the time. If you want to get verified on Vine, they own both of them, you know? So yeah, it's like, so they're I, like, yeah. I just wish I should have focused on Vine, except I was 18 and I was nowhere even close (laughs) to funny. And I I have my old Vines saved and they're just terrible. And I hate Well, same, but I still did it. If um, I had access to that shit when I was young, I would have made some worse. Well, I guess I had access to YouTube. Yeah, but luckily stuff died there for me. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, here's uh, ask us your questions at Eddie Burbeck at, at Gus Buckets. I don't have Gus Johnson yet. Chill. I got to have some time. Or at yeah. Curtis Connor, uh, and we will fix your life. But only Curtis just this one week. He will not be back next week. Fuck you guys. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. At Flintel99 asks, Curtis, if you had your ashes pressed into a vinyl record that only played one song, what would it be? Holy. Wait, can you do that? Is that a thing? 
Is that an actual thing? Because that sounds like some shit that you could probably do. I always see this yeah. stuff of like, this company will turn you into fireworks or a tree or a Martha Stewart living table or something you like that. for sure can get turned into a record. That's got to be, that's easy. Cool. I mean, okay. I haven't done it before, but I'm sure it's easy. <laughs> I can't imagine. You, know, you just try to press it from home. You're like, all right, let's put pop pop on the LP and see how it goes. And it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds good. Just as I hear his voice. <laughs> Dude, I his time, actual I, voice sounded like that. Yeah, that was his actual. <laughs> all right, so I just Googled turn your ashes, and the top four results are turn your ashes into a diamond, into a tree, into glass and into a record. So I guess that's a thing. Wow. Huh. Well, what would you choose, Curtis? That is such a good question. I, you know how you, how, you know how on Spotify they have albums of like, um, of like fart sounds. (laughs) 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 But you only get one song though. So you have to have a specific fart sound. A specific fart sound. (laughs) Uh, I'd probably do, yeah, like, uh, I think that'd be, that'd be like a nice way for everyone to remember me by. They flip on a nice, it's a very small vinyl because it's a very short fart. Um, <laughs> it's like a GameCube disc. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. It's like a GameCube disc. Great. That was even, um, I, I was trying to, uh, um, when I had to travel, uh, I, I had, because I can only sleep with like one of those big ass fans on. I just train train my brain for it. And the, I had a Spotify one liked that was like ten hours. But then I looked at the title after using it, and it was like ten hour box fan for babies. And I was like, he's easy oh, there. No. <laughs> Whoa! But just that's that's what I want my vinyl to, to be. Just the <laughs> insulting box fan noise that I used to sleep. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it too because you know your like your aunt your your grandchildren will find it in an attic like seventy years from now and they'll be like, Oh yeah. my god, what's this pivotal recording of our <laughs> grandfather? And it's just gonna be fucking baby ass white noise fan ten hours. <laughs> that is so I think all artists should do that. Like if Lady Gaga was like she put out a different out like a, a vinyl of like and it was called like uh just dance stupid little babies music <laughs> and it's the same recording yeah it's the exact same do you think that they would just, be narcissistic if if lady gaga had herself pressed onto one of her like platinum albums or do you think that's cool oh, i can't man. tell i feel like oh, you gotta yeah. get you gotta punch out of your weight class you gotta get someone else on that one right Unless you, like, dub over, unless you're just like, hey, guys, it's me, you know, Lady Gaga, help me, I'm not actually dead, flip this (laughs) over, and I'll give you the instructions how to find my body. I feel like getting yourself pressed onto a real album is so risky just in case somebody from from the band or the artist does something heinous that comes out you know how we learned that like every artist from the 60s was like a monster oh (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) imagine being on a vinyl and then you end up in like a dump somewhere because they're like we got to get rid of these because he did some horrible (laughs) shit like you're it's you're in like the the 90s and you're like god i really loved just the studio recording of bill cosby himself i would love (laughs) to be immortalized on that fucking record. <laughs> Do you think that maybe happened once? Or maybe. Like- well, there's a whole service dedicated to this. It's called Vinally. That's kind of cool. That's a great name for it, too. Vinally. But what are the? Do you, maybe. That is so. So like, do people just like send their their relatives' ashes to this company? 
yeah. I don't know how it works. Yeah. How long does the process take? It says it takes three to five weeks. Are the records playable? Yes. Can I have just one copy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Who's asking? These are their FAQs. Do, can I have just one copy? How many fucking people are you dying with here, dude? Yeah, you get one record per one ass. Jesus. Can Imagine I have just being one? the USPS person that that's on your route, and then you realize, like, oh, my God, there's... I just have everybody's ashes in my in my truck. Like, oh yeah, holy and then shit. you go, ah, oh, shoot, and the radio is down right now, so <laughs> <laughs> you just start popping them in the disc player, <laughs> shoving a full vinyl into a CD player. I love it. How many tracks can I put on each side? It is not the number of tracks or audio files, but the amount of time. For a 12-inch record, we advise you a max audio time of, oh, per side, 18 to 22 minutes. You could fit the entire fart album on there, Curtis. You don't have to choose. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. That's good. So side A, it'll be fart sounds, and side B, it'll be uh, more fart sounds. Okay, thank God. (laughs) Volume 2, baby. Glad we can get it on there. Volume poo. Oh! (laughs) It'll say, rest in in peace, Curtis Connor, fart sounds, parentheses, and even more fart sounds. (laughs) Flip over. (laughs) All right, anyway. At Oh God Mango asks, what happens if you combine every condiment? Uh, uh, every condiment? Like It's like the mud sludge version where you combine all the sodas. Do you guys call that mud sludge? I've never heard a name for oh, it. Oh, I've I heard... Just, I've heard swamp like I've water, heard it, too. I think that's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. What? I, I guess it's the same thing that happens. It just kind of... It just all kind of tastes like... Uh, just brown sauce? Just, just, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that brown sauce. I'd be really curious... You know what? I... I, I throw these out half the time, and I and I half the time remember to follow up on these. But in a future episode, I would be really curious to see just generally what like if you took like ten of the most common condiments and like equally just mixed them together and like tried them with some nuggies or something. I'd be seriously mm-hmm. interested. I, I assume it'd just sort of be like kind of a neutral middle ground sauce, like a weird mayonnaise barbecue or something. You know? I guess. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I mean, it's with like, like soy sauce, is soy sauce a top 10? Because then that's going to fuck with everything. Oh, that will really fuck with right. some shit, though. I assume it's got to be like ketchup, mustard, barbecue, mayo, relish. Uh, those are the big five. That's probably enough, honestly. That tastes good on a nuggie. Yeah, I'd like that. That sounds yeah. great. I'd do it up. So, so, I don't know. Probably something saw- e- either bad or good to answer the question. That's, my <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. We're narrowing it down. We're getting there. We're getting there. I, I'll be confident in saying that it won't be mediocre. It'll yeah. either be yeah. good or very, very bad. <laughs> at Nuke the Beans says, which tattoo of Curtis's is your favorite? That's obviously directed at me. I'll jump in here. Uh, no, Curtis, what is, uh, what is your favorite tattoo? Which tattoo of Curtis's is my favorite? Yeah, which of Curtis's <laughs> is your favorite? <laughs> Um, I, uh, I mean, I like them all, obviously. What? Because I, I, no. I chose to, ha- I chose to have them. <laughs> um, what was your first I one? Um, uh, this, I have an Oracle whale on my arm. That was my first one. Cool. When did um, you get that? I got that in July. Oh man, this guy! That was full of that July. was a big that was a big July for you, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's like your first stand up, the middle of the pandemic a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big July guy. Um, no, I think that was in like 
20... Oh, God. When I, I was 19. So whenever that was. I'm 26 now. So seven okay. years ago, I guess. Okay. Now, I'm not a guy that has any tattoos, and I know that you got, you know, you got a number of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. For you, like, do you have an idea of kind of like an end? Is there an end goal of like, hey, I want a sleeve or something? Or are your tattoos kind of individually just like, this means something to me now, or like, I really, you know, I want to put this on me? Like, how does, how does, how do you factor that in when you choose what goes on? I, I, I feel like I've, I like, I like tattoos a lot, but I, I'm always scared of like the, like huge pieces. Like I've never mm-hmm. wanted like a fucking like huge thing on my back or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the old cause ben I, Affleck. yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, was like it that tiger peacock or one or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember know. what it is, but it is, uh, it, <laughs> pap- paparazzi need to leave him alone. <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But yeah I, I get that. Cause the big pieces are, are real commitments, right? Like, cause oh it's my, like, yeah. there's nothing really you can do if you and don't it's like one it. thing. Yeah. 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 And I just hate how they feel like I, they hurt so much. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like, I don't know. I always, people are always like, it's really not that bad. It's like, I, I like it and they're all lying. It, it sucks so hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always just liked to get like little pieces and just put them everywhere. Like each one has like a little, little meaning and stuff it's just it's just like it's nice it's easier to like do it that way like piece by piece instead of like all right full arm is done because then mm-hmm. it's like yeah i don't know i mean I it's s- relatively the same because more skin is getting covered at the, like the same amount but i don't know i saw something on tiktok yesterday that i absolutely um hated which is something that i could probably say all the time but i keep yeah. going back on it um <laughs> is it was uh, a tattoo artist who had made i don't know how common these are it was like a tattoo stamp. So essentially it had like the face of a skull in the needles on a metal block. And he like put the ink on top of it, then set it on this dude's leg and then just punched it down. Ah. Oh, and, no. And then he pulled it up and you could barely see the tattoo. It was like so. And that was in the comments. Somebody's like, you could barely tell. What <laughs> God this going is. for another punch. <laughs> it just it just seemed like one where it's like, hey. Uh, this de- does not seem better for shortening, like the pain <laughs> of a tattoo is yeah, really. And and the thing is, the guy's looking at filming, and then the tattoo artist goes, "You see how far it is in your leg?" It's like, why would you say that to somebody? Oh like, my god! You see how deep it is in there? Why the fuck would you ever <laughs> display so that to somebody? It condenses all the pain of a tattoo into one, like one punch. But yeah. none of the results. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great. Middle ground. Trade off. It, it looked like it was that tattoo artist, like DIY. He thought it was going to work out really well, and I bet you right. the guy recording after was like, "Well, can you touch this up because it yeah. don't? I don't see do, anything here." Do you guys? Would you guys ever want to get tattoos? I think I might in the future. I still. I'm. I'm. And I know. I'm sure. Uh, as somebody with tattoos, you've heard this a million times. Like, I want to, but I'm one of those people that's always like. Am I gonna fucking think about it all the time? And it's like, yeah. you know, um, and the thing is, it's like I don't care. I don't care that much. Like you know, some people, I don't think it's like, oh well, there's no reversing. It's just what I would choose. You know, I think I would definitely get one. Like the mm-hmm. thing most people say is like, if there was something really meaningful that I wanted to get it for, and so I think I will when I just get like, maybe maybe in like five years I'll probably get one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I'm just it's purely a commitment thing, and then also just I'm I think of kind of the logistics of what I do a lot is it's like I I try to do a whole lot more character shit, and and if it would ever become something right. where even that's true, even 
some sometimes that I'd have to like try to cover it up. I would, it, you know, I can hardly get my shit together when it's time to film a video anyway of like, oh, I can't believe <laughs> I have to go take the Goodwill clothes out of the closet and find a cool suit jacket and shit, you know, like, so yeah. if I had to like cover up a, a tattoo every time, I feel like I just hate myself more of like, fuck you, Gus. Now you got to do this extra chore every time. <laughs> I'd say, especially with your characters, it'll be like, you know, a Midwest dad or like a yeah. youth pastor yeah. or like some <laughs> shit like that. Where it's just, he had some not, sick tattoo on his arm. <laughs> I, I'm exactly. trying to think of one of your characters that would seem like he has a tattoo. And <laughs> yeah, none, I, honestly. I, well, I mean, the tough kid it. growing up, but that's a child, so probably none. Yeah, no, he'd, just... he'd have one of the, the stamp tattoos, the fake Yeah, ones. he'd have Ozzy on the knuckles, the old pencil lead tattoo there. <laughs> you would have to just, like, title every one of your videos. It had to, it'd have to end with, with a tattoo. Yeah. Oh, yes. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> That'd be easier. Before any line from the character, you're like, "I just got this tattoo last week," and then you go back into it. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the like 15 second, "Hey guys, it's brought to you by Skillshare." You'll hear more about him later. It's just, "Hey guys, I'm I'm Pillow Guy. Got this wacky tattoo." Anyway, back into the video. Anyways, I'm gonna say some stuff now. Yeah. Get in it. Get in there. <laughs> Um, all right, at Boozoo says, what video or project of yours are you the most proud of? Ooh. Ooh, none of it. Ooh, that's uh, good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh. What video or project? Uh, I mean, I did this project in, like, third grade about John oh, Candy. Yeah. It was great. Um, <laughs> did you really do a project on John Candy? I did do a project on John Candy. Oh, that's great. Um, what was it, like a presentation or something? It was like we had to do a a presentation about like a, a Canadian, a famous Canadian. Cool. That's One a good thing one. I, I meant to talk about on the podcast during Christmas time is John Candy's like six minutes of screen time in Home Alone is so fucking funny. Oh, it's incredible. I forgot is, he's in Home Alone. I didn't dude, watch that this year. He tells a story in Home Alone about his kid, and it is so unbelievably funny. <laughs> I just, like, you should look it up right after this. I, okay. I just can't believe he's given just, like, maybe, I don't know, what, what Curtis, like, six minutes probably in total. It's, yeah, right? it's really not it that. It might but even he's, be shorter. It's yeah. Just, it's so funny. Yeah, his character's great in Home Alone. God damn, um, he's the poker king of the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but best, okay, video that I'm most proud of. I don't fucking know. I <laughs> People always ask me that, and I'm like, I feel like I've, like, I like all of them because I spend so much time on them, and I have to like them, I think. But yeah. um, I think there was one I did where I became like a, um, I tried to become a magician. Um. Mm -hmm. And that was fun because I had that idea for so long and it was like something other than commentary uh, that was like, it was like a little bit of commentary, but not, not that much. But when uh. I can like, when I can make something, because whenever I do commentary, I have this thing in my head where I'm like, you're not funny. Only the thing you're talking about is funny or weird. Um, oh, yeah. It, and then it lasts through editing and when you upload yeah. it, it never goes away because I have right. it too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. So it was nice doing something that I, it felt like I was making something like completely like original uh, and it like mm -hmm. and it was like still like good and funny, I thought. So I think I'll go with that one. One Is that there, didn't. Oh, yeah. sorry. Good. Oh, that's that pretty much it. I was just going to say, is there a video for your content that was like in your head kind of a turning point? Because I, I remember, I think the first 
commentary one I saw was was the one you made on Jim from The Office like a long time ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Was there one specifically, though, where you just kind of like found – you felt like you found what you were doing more than any other video? Uh, oh, Good question. I totally forgot I made that video. That, <laughs> it was, was, a long, that was a I long remember, time ago. Because I, I had seen you on Vine, and I was like, oh, shit, he's making commentary videos. These are good. And then um, – and, and now we're here. So, uh, Wow, that's crazy. Um, I think it was – that one was like, I feel like when I started making, when I made that office one, I was like, oh, I, d- I wasn't even aware that commentary was like an actual like genre, uh-huh. I guess. I guess I saw it, but I never saw, thought that I could like do that. And then I think I, once like Cody and like Danny and Drew started, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Hmm. And then I think it was one I did about like the Dobre, twi- Dobre twins and Dobre brothers or something. Mm hmm. Uh, I'll yeah, say but, but, uh, with, with the Dobres as well. By the way, it's I, I've I've mentioned this before because uh, Curtis, um, you've met him, but I don't know if you know. Uh, my brother Tony is also my fraternal twin, um, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm a twin, and nothing weirds me out more. It's on. It was on Vine, and now it's on TikTok. Then <laughs> these these teen twins that dance together. I don't know what it is. Yeah. There's just this. There's this energy. And as a twin, I'm like, I don't like what's going on. You guys are like shirtless and grinding the floor in a grocery store. And it's like, you guys are brothers. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's, just, it's so bizarre to me. It's always weird. And there's like a lot of them. There's a lot of like TikTok and Vine twins. And I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't know it's why weird that's the thing. Even, yeah, even one pair is odd. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the fact that there's <laughs> several pairs. <laughs> Do you um, think by now there's like... There are identical twins that are like, well, you think we're hot enough for TikTok? <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> the family sits them down, you know, Greg, Benny, we think you're hot enough for TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Thank Us? you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the parents decide you are now officially hot enough for TikTok. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, Here's a ring Christ. light. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Um, I also saw the, the, you, you mentioned a ring light too. I saw a video of an Instagram influencer on the beach in in the day with her friend trying to run a ring light to where she wanted to take a photo. Are you and kidding I can't, me? I can't. I hope that it was a parody because I can't imagine what a ring light would do in the middle of a sunny day on the beach. And also yeah. how. I, the, the lengths that people will go, I know there's like, I think there's a whole subreddit and like TikTok account dedicated to it now. It's like influencers in the wild and the oh, shit yeah. people oh, do God. in LA, man. I don't, it's like, you see people just in the middle of a crowd taking a photo and it's like, I'm all for people, especially, I love when people, and I wish I did it more when people take these, Curtis, you actually do a really great job at it. The recent photos that you posted, I was like, holy shit. Um, it's like these really cool photo shoots, but the people that'll just do it like in public in the middle of something, oh, yeah. I just don't get it. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Cause I guess you guys are like right, right in it. So do you guys yeah. have you guys ever like seen that in person? I've seen people Anything vlogging like for sure, and mm-hmm. it's like the vlogging is the most obnoxious because it really yeah. kind of cuts into everything. Because some you know, I don't. What I've never understood is, and I even <laughs> one time mentioned this in a video about Casey Neistat is like I don't even get how even Casey does it. Where like one time he did an unboxing for the Nintendo Switch that <laughs> came out. Yeah. And and I still I still mark Casey for this one. He did it in a first class airplane seat 
with somebody sitting next to him that he didn't know in frame. So like he <laughs> no. recorded oh, an unboxing the and the guy just keeps kind of glancing over and you can tell he's super weirded out by it. And I just, I'm almost jealous that vloggers can like just shut the world out. Yeah, they have no shame. And it's like, I, I, I wish I had that almost. I think I'm jealous. I think that's dude, what it is. I'm embarrassed of myself when I'm alone in my room, like recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I was in public... It's a nightmare. I've I, asked, even when I used to record commentary videos when Gus and I lived together, I would mm. ask Gus to leave for me to record because I just, it's embarrassing to hear somebody yeah. hear me record. <laughs> well, especially you, like, when mess it's, up a line it, and say it over again. Oh yeah. my God. Like, especially when it's out of context like that where you're like, I know what this asset is that I'm getting and I know it's going to be fine, but I know that I'm going, well, what is he going to do? <clears throat> well, <laughs> well, what is he gonna do? Well, what's he yeah. gonna do? You know, and he's like, God damn, dude. Especially, uh, and I don't know if it's the your guys' experience for it, especially when it comes to like filming any commentary stuff. I don't <clears throat> think I do that as much now, but especially the first like twenty videos I made, I would sometimes I would fuck up a line so bad so many times that I would stop recording for the day. It would oh, like no. completely destroy my road where I would just go, fuck <laughs> it, I'm done. Because it wasn't, it wasn't a job yet, so I would just be like, I'm, I'm worthless. We're right. stopping the camera right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sucks. I dude. felt like that before, for sure. Yeah. it's And then you're just like, then you got to go back to it the next day. <laughs> like, oh, just, yeah. Uh, I hate when I have other people on set and, and I often get into this situation where we're filming some shit and it's like we already knew it was a funny concept. Like especially when it's more charactery shit where it's more free form and fucking around, like uh we'll get to the end and be like, All right, uh how do we end this? Uh like that happens a lot, which is not yeah. necessarily bad but when I have guests in the video and I don't within the first few minutes we can't figure out how to end it, I feel like like it just right. ramps up the panic of like, right. oh shit! Like I don't mind looking foolish, but I, I, you know, I went to like a, a little lower tier film school, and I know that feeling of like when you have extras on set and shit, and it's like you're not prepared, and people are standing around, and I'm just like, I feel yeah. bad wasting even five minutes of somebody's time like that when I'm just going, oh, you know. So I, I fucking <laughs> hate that feeling where you're like, I don't even know if this is funny enough, and. And mm -hmm. I know that what I'm collecting here, but I've never even shot with this person before. And all they've seen is like True. 30 uninterrupted minutes of just like these weird jokes that I feel confident in cutting together. But I don't know mm -hmm. how to put the button on this thing. I hate that. Yeah. Right. That's so much, so much more stressful because then you can't even like enjoy like the, like the fun of it, of like finding an ending of it or something. Like exactly. you can't even, because there's so yeah. much pressure on you. That's exactly. the thing is, I, I'd say, you know, obviously there's different, um, uh, like, issues that come up with different types of content. But I would say ending a commentary video is probably the easiest thing you can do on YouTube. It's like, it's you just have to say something kind of funny and it cuts. Or you just say, all right, bye, guys. And that's all. Yeah. Um, so that's one where it's like, I will in the moment sometimes be like, all right, I'm just going to say something stupid and then we'll cut there. You know, where yeah, with a sketch, you know, it's like it's a whole button. It's a big deal. But mm -hmm. Gus, you mentioned the, the film school thing. Chris, I don't think I've talked to you about it before. What was like um, what school path did you do? Did you like go to college or did you because uh, I went to community uh, college and then like kind of graduated? Uh, what do you mean? Kind of. I got I got an associates in arts, which is like a half degree. And then I just started working on YouTube. So I could use that oh, to okay. go somewhere else. But like it wasn't a full degree at all. It's like a two two or two year i almost said two semester uh two year degree <laughs> okay 
yeah, I actually went to a, a program here in Toronto. Um, it's a two-year college program for uh, comedy writing and performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was... I don't, I don't know if I really learned anything, uh, but it was... Uh, it was just... It's not really a thing where you... It was basically like showing up to class and everyone thinks they're the funniest and everyone mm. thinks they're like the class clown of really? the class it was very weird and oh, i what a dynamic it's very strange and i'm not the most like loud like um charismatic person um mm. so it, i hated it so much it was just everyone being so loud and just trying to get the most attention um yeah especially That's- in the first like semester i feel like everyone kind of chilled out after that but it was very weird and we had a Sorry, go on. No, my bad, my bad. I, I didn't. I, I, the Discord was cutting out for me. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, it was just very. It's like not really a thing you can teach. Like we had a stand-up class every semester, and it was taught by this guy who was like pretty big in Canada in like the seventies. Hmm. So oh, all the yeah. stuff he was saying was like, like for example, we had this like, um, this like native uh, guy in our class. And he was like, you should tell more Indian jokes. And then he was like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, my. Wait, no. the, your professor said that to the yep. native guy? Oh, yes. oh yeah. no, dude. Come yeah, on. And it, w- it was all of that for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, let's, let's stop the class. I haven't heard a single Nixon joke this entire <laughs> day period here. What the hell, guys? I had oh heard, God. I forgot what comedians i feel like it was maybe a conversation between bill Hader and somebody but it was the fact that a lot of good stand-ups especially aren't really like the class clown and i think maybe that's for some people who are really good at improv you know but it's like um i i feel like everyone has so especially that it's like people trying to be the loudest in the class like that doesn't always right. mean you're the funniest it just yeah, means that you want the exactly. most attention right now yeah i mean i met I met like two of my like best friends there and like mm-hmm. we still do shows together and stuff and like make content together. So it's like that was great. Uh but like I don't know. It was just such a weird thing. It was nice to like kind of like bridge the gap between like it like kind of forced you to go out and like do shows and like get like into the Toronto scene mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um which uh, is we, cool, but We've only been a couple of times but both of us love Toronto because we get to go out oh, every well dude. not this year obviously, but uh uh right. for buff, <laughs> Bufferfest in Toronto. Um Oh yeah. And, and it's dude, it's just like I fucking love Tor- uh, Toronto. I love a lot I think cuz it reminds me a lot of Chicago. They're like very mm. kind of at least the the look of it is are very similar cities, I feel like. Um yeah. and well, it's really uh, cold. Yeah, and it's just uh, like on water, <laughs> but uh, <Yeah. laughs> that's um, uh, especially like next time we go out, we or we go out there for buffer. We got to hang out because I don't know what happened last time. Where I think maybe you weren't there at the time. I, f- I think you were maybe doing shows in New York. Uh, he was in yeah. Toronto at the time. That's so. true. It's yeah. Close, but barely sister not city, but sister. Yeah, <laughs> it's like in like Israel or like completely on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, but they why, are sisters. Why, why did that sister city thing start? Even of just like you know what I mean? Like, hey, we're yeah. you know Pewaukee, Wisconsin, or whatever, and our sister cities in like Istanbul. I've never yeah. heard. Of, yeah, I don't know. Why <laughs> Does every Do city they... have a sister city? I don't know. What is LA's well, sister the... city? I don't know. Well, Philly. Does Philly have a? 
brothers because they're like this yeah, city they, brother. Oh, yeah. yeah they're like we it's the, guys it's in the name it's not sisterly love so we gotta find <laughs> there's got to be one brother city out there for <laughs> us <laughs> oh i want to sister city of la mexico city is what i'm seeing huh. unless that's just but you know what i used to be able to trust the google bolded results for some shit you know where it's just like they'll i assume they'll float like the generally correct answer to the top but I've just been seeing so much weird shit where it's like, I don't even fucking know what to trust anymore. Still to this day, if you Google Sven Johnson height, Sven Johnson's my younger brother who also does YouTube stuff, it the mm. bolded answer comes up that he's 7 foot 15. Holy moly. Because it cites a tweet response of mine to Bobby Duke from over a year ago where I just <laughs> mentioned, oh, Sven's used performance-hancing drugs to reach his current height of 7 foot 15. And I'm just like, uh oh, I've cited so many fucking Google bolded answers for Dude, shit. Height on Google is the most inaccurate information I've ever yeah. seen. Like anytime and then usually they get it from like one of those automated like YouTuber celebrity sites where they say like either your net worth is not announced or like five mi- like million dollars and you're like, yeah. where did we get this from? <laughs> yeah, um, it says mine is I'm it says I'm five foot seven, but that's not true. Like yeah. You got to pay somebody in either direction to add or subtract inches. <laughs> <on there. Yeah. laughs> that's you got to bribe the fake height guy online, and that's yeah. Sven's just been shoveling money toward that <laughs> yeah, guy. <that's>, so. <laughs> He's just broke right now. It's ninety-five percent of his AdSense goes right to that shady back alley height guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do really miss because because Curtis, I, I think. Oh wait, I was gonna say the last time uh, I saw you was VidCon, but it was the show after for uh, Dan right. and Drew. But um, I do. I miss VidCon especially just because I like everybody being in one place. It's just such a nice it time. Is, it is so nice. I was like, dude, that was such, that was like the best time. Like meeting mm-hmm. so many people that I've like watched for so long. Mm-hmm. And like, I was supposed to be, man, I was supposed to be a feature creator this year too. I was so excited. Damn. Yeah, no, we were, er, that was, Gus has been before. It was my first year being a feature creator. And then it was like, man, fuck, we can't. Um, but I think next year they'll probably be like just re-upping everybody, you know, because, uh, I'm sure uh, yeah. they will. Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna like. Did you end up doing anything online for them? Because uh, we ended up mm. doing a live podcast, but I know they had like a, they didn't That's ask right. everyone just because they had barely any programming to fill. Because it was just like I don't know right. what the fuck they do. No, I didn't end up doing anything for them. How was that? It, it was fun because it was just uh, we just it ended up being really similar to one of our podcasts. Yeah. Turns out all you need for our shitty podcast <laughs> is just me and Gus talking like we always do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real but, um, figure. Yeah, it's uh, so I don't know. I, I just missed that again. And one thing we've talked about before, and I don't think I've mentioned to you, Curtis, is we've talked about even privately when things are back to normal, not um, like uh, as a, aside from VidCon doing like something where we all do like a trip together, like with like oh, Danny yeah. and Drew and all and Jakey and all, everybody, um, because we just want to get together more, especially after this shit. For man. sure. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'll be I'm I'm already very eager to hang out with fellas again so oh how was that guys how's it changed for you because for me i was somebody that i feel like i was i was choosing to stay in too much before all this where i would i would i was one of those people where gus i know you were the same too where it's like i'm happy if plans are canceled almost mm-hmm. and i feel like this has reworked my brain where i'm like no i really think i'm gonna just do shit way more after oh, all yeah. this yeah i think i'm the same way me and my girlfriend it's like we if we cannot do something and just stay home we will absolutely do that mm-hmm. um but yeah i i agree i think once we're allowed to do stuff i'm i'm doing everything yeah <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm i'm doing everything 
I'm I killing people, I... turn them into vinyls. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we, my entire discography by the end of 2021, <laughs> we have boxes of LP people. Yeah, we, we go to Toronto in 2021, and it looks like Curtis's apartment is a record store. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, buddy, what's been going on? Yeah, you into music? Yeah. What's up? Uh, yeah, yeah. You what's know, that? the old shooby doo-wop. Yeah, I love that yeah. stuff. That's my oh, yeah. Cur- These Curtis are all... is just like, July was crazy. <laughs> July was crazy. <laughs> really busy for me. These are all fart sounds. Oh, my God. Imagine how insulting it would be to kill somebody and put them on a fart oh, side of fart track. <laughs> <laughs> be so disrespectful. Especially the the knife twist though is it's not even the fart track, it's the volume two fart track, so you're not even the oh, first yeah. one. <laughs> then my my question is of as far as real music goes, what would be the cruelest vinyl to put you on if somebody was doing that to you? Oh, real music? Yeah, like not as sorry. I don't mean to call fart sounds not real. Music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I wonder just what the the album would piss me off the. Like, imagine if somebody killed you and put you on like an Imagine Dragons album. Oh man. Oh yeah. And I'm not even saying that for like the Imagine Dragons Nickelback type hate. I just imagine your your ashes playing thunder by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was um. What is that one album, Songs of Innocence, by U2? The one that they put on everyone's phone without oh, their consent? Yeah, oh, I that would be about great. That. Especially, well, that would be the most ironic, hilarious thing to do to somebody <laughs> because you're doing it without their consent after they die is forcing them onto the new U2 album. <laughs> Did that album count for Billboard charts? Like, what oh, yeah. Because I don't uh, think the song was purchased, but it had to have been played a lot, and I don't know if they counted for that. I, I wonder. don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I don't think. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I, it seems like unfair. cheating. But also, it also it seems like cheating to have Apple put your album on everybody's phone. Um, yeah. Can you imagine if they did that for maybe a smaller artist and not you too? That would be maybe cool, but actually, that people would probably <laughs> just fucking hate them. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. If I was a smaller artist, I almost wouldn't want to do that because I feel like that would just be like, hey, this is my first foray into like the huge public eye, like, and this is just pissing most people off. You know, like yeah. right. I wouldn't want to do that. But Bono doesn't care about that. Yeah, no. Bono's cool. He's transcendent. He's all He's right. too busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bono, you know what? Bono is pretty cool. <laughs> I just, uh, well, also, with that, when the fuck, I don't, I, this is where I'm with the time thing, Curtis. I couldn't tell you what year that was. I absolutely oh. could not tell you what <laughs> no, year you do with the, Gus, do you have a guess? 2009? Is that too early? What iPhone did they do that I on? Don't, I don't I was going to say 2010, but I feel like I'm probably wrong. The thing is, my guess was actually 2011 in my head, so it's now. <laughs> We're just prices right at each other. I have you to know right now. iPhone Alpha. 2014? What? Really? It was 2014? No oh, way. man. I really do think this year has just fucked everything up. I God. feel like the whole decade before, I'm just going to be like, oh, I was like a year, right? Uh, either way, what you, I, we should probably get the fuck out of here, though. That's 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 about oh. enough of that shit, so. Oh, you just want to yeah, bail? Yeah, probably just uh, probably had enough oh. of this, so. Oh, okay. okay. All right, well, then, uh, Curtis, thanks for being here, Curtis. I'm going to just head out. Okay, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably head out, too, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to, Gus, do I just walk away? Yeah, I probably, yeah. Are we all just going to walk away? 
Do I keep the audio recording or do I stop? I, it? I'd say I'd say we all just walk away first, and then then people think we're really cool, like we didn't even care, and and this absolutely will still be in the podcast. And so I'm just <laughs> gonna walk away. Okay. <laughs>